Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Maximilian Webster is about to come on and blow your minds, help you really step into your greatest spiritual self. And before we get into that, I want to acknowledge you for becoming your greatest possible self, for showing up here, for choosing every single day to own who you are, your mission, your purpose, your legacy. That's what we're we'll going to be diving into in this conversation with Maximilian through conscious leadership. Uh, and specifically, however I can support you in growing into your GPS, I would love to continue the journey with you, whether that's staying tuned to the 12-hour marathon and podcast, um, whether that's you know continuing to show up, whatever it is, I'm here for you, and uh, just I want you to know I love you, and you deserve the best, and you are enough. Okay, keep shining your light. Next up is the iTunes review of the week. This week it's by Stephanie Zito. Stephanie says, "Inspiring podcast." I love Chris's mission and attitude towards life. I gain a lot of great tips for self development and running my business through this content. Thank you so much, Stephanie. I appreciate you. And if you want to give us a review and get a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour marathon, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self on the iTunes store or Greatest Possible Self uh, and give us a review there and we can put you in the raffle to get shouted out on a future episode. And also while you're there, subscribe to the latest podcast episodes so you can keep getting inspired, fired up, and stepping into your GPS. I'm going to bring on Maximilian in just a second here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. And also, specifically in this conversation, like you are here for a reason, you are listening to this for a reason, this is like divine destiny and inspiration, so stick around all the way through till the end, because one of these ideas that Maximilian shares and that we uncover in this conversation could change everything for you. Over the past five years, Maximilian has been traveling across the country while teaching and coaching soul-centered individuals who are committed to making a positive impact in their world. In 2016, he founded his business, Vibrant Guidance, which was initially a small energy healing and life purpose coaching business. He provided his clients with guided meditations and energy work to help people bring awareness to their inner world. And he's been growing and showing up, kicking butt, taking names, and sharing his greatest possible self, his authentic greatness. And we're blessed to have him here with us today. Maximilian, you ready to rock the house, my man? Let's do it. We're doing it. <laughs> All right, man. Let's. What's up? You're live now. You're live, brother. You're live. Thank you so much Let's. For me, man. I love the energy. I could. I could talk to you all day, man. <laughs> let's do it. Hey, hey, we're here. We're here, right here, right now. This is the only moment, my man. So let's dive in. A life of greatness, Maximilian. What does that mean to you? Awesome. So. First of all, just want to thank everyone for watching. Thank you so much for showing up and so easily because I am this, this almost this like angelic frequency that's come into the world to bring love and peace into the world. And, and we all have a little bit of that, um, at, you know, at, the, at our core, but it's up to people like us who are like very consciously aware of it just to remind people like, like there's a lot more going on than what just meets the eye. And it's amazing because around that time, I started getting into entrepreneurship, personal development, uh, personal growth. So meditation was something that I came across and that really just blew my socks off um, when it came to increasing my intuitive abilities, um, learn how to read people's chakras, learn energy healing techniques. And it's taken me to a place where it's like I have this amazing spiritual toolkit so that when I work with people, I kind of can see like mm, either we're, we're meant to, to work together or... Mm. Probably not, you know, that resonance has to be there. Yeah. So it's amazing to see like over the time how my intuitive abilities kind of meshed perfectly with my desire to be like a, a, a change maker, to be a public speaker, to be a teacher. And that's what I like to talk about when it comes to conscious leadership is realizing that all these pieces of the puzzle, they, they fit together, mm. you know, on some level. 
And so a lot of people that I, that I work with, they may feel that they have, you know, all these different skills, these different um, ideas, and it's just all about putting it in the right, in the right order yeah. at the right time. So I help people to navigate that process. That's awesome, man. That's, that's so cool. And I, I hear like the alignment was a big part for you to say, Hey, what is, what is my alignment to be more aware of that? When are these gifts happening, these visions, these, um, you know, spiritual experiences and to investigate into that, be willing mm-hmm. to like, be curious about that. You found the tribe of online people who are going through similar things as you. Um, I'm curious, when did you say, I want to be a leader of these people? I want to be someone who, who helps these people go through this transition and connect those dots. Like when did that decision happen? I love that. I'd say around 2015, I had been in a mystery school that I started back in Hawaii for about a year at that point. And I, we got to the point um, where the first phase of a class was over where it was just a teacher teaching the class um, the second say, phase of the program was us like bringing our gifts, our medicine to the group and sharing that and um, really taking the stand um, with the small group. So when I realized my leadership potential was when I did a class on like angels, uh, psychic protection and just like different guided meditation modalities. It was so flawless and so perfect. And I got such a positive feedback from my tribe that I was like, oh, shit, like. I'm actually good at this stuff, you know, like this is something that I can see myself doing, um, you know, in my own and holding space for others. So just having that, that, that seed planted and, you know, that would probably be my biggest piece of advice for people watching. If they're coming into this awareness of th- their leadership, it's mm-hmm. like, get around people that believe in you can see your value. And, you know, even it'd be better to be around people that have the same values and the same, you know, goals and aspirations for the world because they can really up-level you and help you see parts of yourself that maybe you didn't see before. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Dude, that's so good. I, I agree, man. I think it's really it's who you surround yourself with is who you become like. And I love mm-hmm. how you sought out people who got you, who understood you. And by hanging around them, they gave you permission to like shine your gifts and develop your gifts. And through developing your gifts, you started sharing and you started feeling like, hey, I'm, I'm like, pretty good at this, you know, like I'm, exactly. I'm actually like qualified to, to share this and make a difference and share this medicine uh, with people yeah. to like empower them. You know, I, I really love yeah. that, man. Um, so tell us a little bit more about like today in this, in this social media world, how do you really teach conscious leadership? Like how do you, how do you get that message out there? And what are some, some of the things, fundamentals that you really go over in teaching that? I love that. I, my biggest thing other than you said alignment is, is embodiment mm-hmm. and, and really embodying your truth. And I know a lot of people in this space, they will do mantras or they'll, 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 you know, do affirmations and stuff like that. And it's really, it's good I don't, at a subconscious level, you know, get that, 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 that pattern of thinking in your mind, but until you can believe it, until you can embody, you know, your gifts and what you're naturally being called to that's what what makes you step up as a conscious leader you you realize what are my strengths as opposed to what is uh you know chris's strengths mm. what what works for you doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for me right so embodying your truth and first even before that is figuring out what is your truth like without the noise of your teachers of your coaches of your friends and family mm. like literally sitting yourself down and figuring out like what is it that makes me want to get up in the morning? What is it that makes, fuels my passion? What is it that I want to be remembered for when it, you know, when it comes to your legacy and starting there and really seeing beginning with the end in mind mm. and, and really trying to get in touch with that energetically and emotionally. And then the funny thing is what's, what's going to happen once you start going down that path is you're going to see all the triggers, you're going to see all the, all the emotions, all of the, all the bullshit basically that it's going to come up that's um, basically just stepping stepping stones for you to get to the ultimate vision, right? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that'd be the biggest thing I would tell people is really start to embody what you see for your future. And you know how how I did that in the beginning was looking up to people like Tony Robbins, Oprah, Will Smith, seeing people that are already doing what I want to do, mm-hmm. and then just taking the parts that I like about them and realizing that you know I have it in me too, but mm-hmm. I also have my own medicine. I also have my own flavor yeah. that I can add to the mix, which is going to support me and allow me to 
step into that flow of abundance that was meant to me for me and only me. Yeah, this is powerful, man. Powerful. So it's like the strengths, really, people, when they understand their strengths, what their gifts are, when they sit down, disconnect from the noise of coaches, of teachers, of people who we think we're supposed to be like or take instruction for them from them. And then just journal, just meditate, just sit with that and see what comes from ourselves. Uh, I think a, a practice of meditation is really important for people to understand like what is their truth and what is other people's truth. Because I think one's own truth will keep coming up persistently versus someone else's truth that'll like come and go and fade. Um, but yeah. like your own truth, it, it'll always be there. And to like keep, exactly. keep rediscovering that, I think that that's a, a really important part of living that, that, uh, that greatness, man. Yes. Yes. And something I would add to that. And just like looking back to the person that's beginning this journey, I wish someone would have told me that you don't have to follow all the rules that's working for everyone else. Like mm. part of being a trailblazer, blazer, part of being a, a visionary, especially someone that's conscious, quote unquote, like a conscious leader and someone that is aware of these subtle vibrations. It's like, we are here to create a new world. We're here mm. to create a new vision. So if something is not working out from a model that's being passed down to you from someone else that worked for them, it doesn't necessarily mean that this, this model is going to work for you. Mm. So for myself, um, you know, even, even business strategy for me, it has to be, I have to be mindful that my, my clients are empaths, you know, mm. and they will pick up on any inauthentic and inauthentic um, actions will pick up on any energies that I am not sitting with. Um, you know, if I'm not stepping into my truth, basically people can feel that mm. and people are going to be ready, willing and able to work with you when you step into your embodiment and you start, you know, just doing what you preach basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it, man. Um, can you share something, let's say in the last year or so that you like weren't stepping into, you weren't embodying that you said, man, like I'm really not, not playing at the level that I know I'm capable of. And then you like stepped into it. Yeah. Yeah. Actually the first thing that comes to mind was when I just started my full-time journey and I wanted to create this coaching package. Right. And I went into charge $4,500 for like three months. Right. Mm -hmm. um, the first time I sat down with someone and, and, and gave them that price, mm -hmm. I was shaking. I was nervous. And it was weird because I was like, okay, I know I'm worth this, but why am I having this this hesitation? Why am I feeling this anxiety? Mm -hmm. And when I tuned into it, it was basically the problem was I was I knew that I was worth more than than that. So mm -hmm. I had to force myself to increase my prices so that the next time I sat down with someone, I said six thousand dollars, and it came out just like boom. It's like wow. you want to work with me for six? For three months it's gonna be six thousand dollars so i was like low-balling myself because i i i didn't know what i was worth and mm. tuning into my truth turning into my 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 worth realizing that my abundance frequency is expanding that six thousand dollars felt a lot more comfortable to me to share with others than the mm. four thousand five hundred because i was already past that level and i was trying to fit into a, a, an older model mm. so to speak of my life that just wasn't resonating with me anymore. Wow. Dude, that's huge. That's huge. Um, what would you say are like, is there any challenge that stands out for you as one of your clients? Like one of your clients was not stepping into something and then they like worked through it with you and really stepped into their power. Yes. I love this question because it's really funny. I do a lot of inner child work and mm. it's really hilarious. <laughs> it's funny how we come up with these beliefs about ourselves and how we come up with these programs from the smallest things. Um, just off the top of my head, you know, I had a friend that I worked on um, a couple weeks back and he was tasked as a kindergartner to basically get up and share this song with his mom and, you know, just be a little, little kid and just, you know, do the, the, the work assignment. And he basically was the only one in his class that actually stood up and, and sang this song to his mom and no one else did it. And when he sang it to his mom, his mom wasn't even paying attention. Right. Mm -hmm. And this is as like a little kid and he had to go back in time and, and his, in his mind and in his heart to comfort that little boy that didn't get that validation that didn't get that, 
that support and that attention. And he had to basically give that to himself. So it's really interesting how at such formative years when we're younger, we can pick up these beliefs about our worth, about our our capabilities. And it's just helping people realize that this can start at such a young age. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can pick it up at any age, but for a lot of people that I work with, it's like those early years of life where, you know, you tried something and you fell flat on your face, you were laughed at, you were told you were too much. Um, you were, you know, called a bitch for, mm-hmm. you know, expressing yourself. And we, we hold on to those things without really knowing it. And it's what's blocking us from our own success, happiness, and fulfillment, especially as entrepreneurs when we're going out there and we're trying to share our message with the world. Um, it, 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 it involves a certain level of vulnerability of, you know, putting yourself out there. And if you're not at a place where you have that emotional foundation for yourself and you're not giving yourself that, that validation, it's going to be damn near impossible to go out there and expect that you're going to be grounded in your truth when you're seeking that validation from others. Yeah. Dude, that's powerful. This, the, so the inner child work is really to go back and give that you know six-year-old version of ourself whatever they needed at the time that we didn't get. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's such powerful work. Um, for myself, I'm so in tune with my inner child that I, I, you continue this dialogue. Once you have that conscious connection, it's not just like a one-time thing. Your inner child is going to be speaking to you all day, every day. Mm. And it's, it's, it really comes down to also as a conscious leader is listening to yourself and learning how to reparent yourself in a way that maybe you didn't receive when you were younger. Mm. So talking to yourself in a way that's nurturing and kind and forgiving, but also including some elements of discipline and, you know, really tuning into what do I need and what does my growth need and how can I honor my adult self and my inner child at the same time? Mm. It's, it's an interesting process, but it's not something that just happens one time that you can just be like, oh yeah, I, I, I just, I talked to my inner child once. You're like, great. Like I'm done. Mm. It's definitely something that you need to stay on top of. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome, man. Um, so what are some other practices that you real you feel are important for, uh, being a empowered conscious leader? Mm. I, it sounds cliche, but it's, it's almost like that idea of filling your, your own cup first. Mm. Right. So someone that holds space for others, someone that's going out in the world and you're making a big change. They, I, this comes up a lot for people. It's just like giving themselves the opportunity to relax mm. and to receive and to enjoy life. Basically a lot of us as empaths, we're givers. We just want to give, 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 but we're not turning around and giving that same attention to ourselves. Mm. So another practical step is asking yourself and sitting with yourself in meditation every day and asking like, what do you need from me? What do I need to do? Um, where do I need to go? How do you need me to show up that honors all parts of my being and allows you to, you know, fuel yourself up first so that you can, you know, show up for others in a more profound way. Mm. No, that's good, man. I, I love it. And, um, I think a lot of people are out there like giving and serving and wanting to solve problems for people. And uh, I know like sometimes we'll even get into this kind of like rhythm of, hey, I said I was going to do this or this is my brand. These are the videos that I do. I said I would stick to this publishing schedule, whatever. And it's all about adding value. But it's like kind of the same unconscious pattern that isn't producing results. So if it's not, like you said, you get to say, hey, I'm not going to do that pattern anymore. What I'm going to do is like break the pattern, break what's been going on, come back to center and say, what do I need and how do I get it? How do I fulfill that need? How do I fulfill my, um, you know, my own like survival first, my own well-being first, my own necessities first, so that I can then build upon that in serving others? Yeah. Yes, and I definitely notice a lot of people that are in this field are trying to be um, teachers, coaches, healers, mm-hmm. and they're stuck in this repetitive cycle of healing. Like, we all mm-hmm. have shit to heal, yeah, okay? Yeah. So it's really easy to say, you know, oh, I've, I've got this this thing coming up and it's blocking me or whatever, and I, I can't move forward in my business because mm-hmm. I need to focus on this block first. It's like, 
you can focus on your blocks and your healing process and your healing journey, and you can inspire and uplift others. But it, it requires you, like we were talking about, to come back to center often and check in with yourself because you'll know when you're being triggered because of your own bullshit or like for myself, um, what I do before I give my intuitive coaching or any kind of readings is I really need to figure out where I am vibrationally. I need to understand where I'm coming from emotionally so that I can know where I'm, where I'm at, like my baseline. So mm. then when other people come into the mix, when, when their energies are presented to me, I can easily point out to them like, okay, this is not my shit. This is, this is your shit. Mm. We're going to work on this together. But um, I think it's really important to realize that everything that we go through, all of our challenges, all our things that we needed to heal are exactly what's going to help us show up for the person that's you know coming your way that, that needs to hear what you've learned from. Yeah. So what I hear is like we get to be aware of if it's our stuff, our blocks, our junk coming up, or if it's someone else's, like how do we know whose it is? I love that. I think just having a practice of journaling and meditation and just before you go out into the world, just knowing where you are, like waking up in the, in the morning, um, I, I call it the unloading process where you're just like unloading, like, where are you? What, what's going on within me? Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so that when you do show up for others and if you're sensitive to energy, like, like myself, mm -hmm. you're, you're coming into this, this equation working with someone else and, and you're able to emotionally regulate, you're able to um, have a strong foundation mm -hmm. so that you can support not only this person that you're guiding, but also yourself. It's, it's an interplay. So yeah, I'd say the, a practical step for that would be to just talk to people about how, how we're feeling. You know, I, I like to, I'm, I'm authentic as hell. When I get onto a call with people, I'm going to let you know how I'm feeling. And I'm going to ask you how you're feeling because we're not going to pretend that, you know, the whole world is not happening right now. Like mm. everything is happening, but it's also happening for us. And when we, when we open up that space to talk about what's going on with us, it's, it, it's what brings out that, that genuine human connection mm. between others. And I think that's so important um, just to have that, those conversations to be aware of what's going on with you. And then also allowing people to share what's going on with them. And that's, that's, that's a good way to consciously like, know what's your, your bullshit and what's other people's bullshit. Wow. Dude, that's, that's great, man. And I, I think that's a, a big challenge for a lot of people is like picking up other people's baggage and, yeah. and pretending like they have to deal with it. They have to save someone. They have to rescue someone. I want to hear about, uh, you know, that savior syndrome and what your experience has been with that and people like wanting to heal and save the world and, and like, where does that come from? How has that shown up for you and, and the clients that you've worked with or people you've uh, spent time with? Yeah, that's, that's an amazing question. I really appreciate you bringing that to because hmm, I can only really bring it back to my own experience and hopefully sure. someone out there listening can, can relate. But for myself, it, it just came down to realizing that I can't be everything for everyone. Mm -hmm. And when you show up to help others, there needs to be a time where you turn, you turn that off. Like mm -hmm. you, you need to be able to have those boundaries for yourself. So, so for me, what that looks like is um, I'm, I'm super intuitive and I really can't help this sometimes. I'm really trying to work on this, but like before I work on people, I start picking up on other people's energy. Like I just start knowing things about them, what they're going through. And um, it's, it's, it's been a challenge in the past to disconnect with that. Um, I think it's really powerful going into a session because, you know, you're able to explore that and you're able to work through it. Um, but what I've been doing recently is at the end, when I'm, when I'm done working with someone, it's almost like you have to like imagine an off switch mm -hmm. because we are, we are empaths. We are helpers. We are, healer, we are healers and we're going to naturally want to do everything in our power to help people and support people. Mm -hmm. Even if they're, even if they're, um, like if you're done with the call, basically. Mm -hmm. So, so it's, it's, it's really about figuring out what are your intentions? Okay. Are you, are you trying to support other people because you have this need to be seen, heard and validated, or are you doing it because it's genuinely like what you're feeling called to do? Mm -hmm. um, a lot of us uh, will, this just came up recently in a, um, in a, in a, in a meeting I was holding space for 
um, I was sharing, you know, how we can't just have, share intuitive insight with people. We can't just go up to someone like, oh, I think like right. this is happening to you because I'm an empath and mm. like I asked my higher self and it said it's okay. Like, like I, I realized that this this woman that I encountered, she was triggered by me because I I told her like you know we we need we need to hold space we need, but it's and then we can we can do it in a way that honors another person's sovereignty totally um and she was like totally triggered by that and she's like I've been doing this way longer than you have and da 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 da, da. and I, I noticed in that moment that she her inner child was crying out for attention you know mm-hmm. she's finally found this space where you know it's okay to be intuitive it's okay to to have these abilities but she was using it in a way that was not serving this person because she was just unloading on them. selfish. She was, she was being selfish and she didn't want to admit that she was being selfish. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, you need to figure out what your intentions are before you're going out into the world. Because, you know, there's people that are genuinely doing this because out of, out of a, out of a genuine knowing that this is what you're called here to do. Right. But there are also people that are, are operating in this space where they're in it to make money. Hmm. They're in it to, you know, for all the wrong reasons. And they don't have that emotional and energetic foundation where they're in alignment with their truth. Hmm. You know what I mean? Hmm. So, yeah, I don't even remember what the question was, but I love what just came up. <laughs> <laughs> this is gold. This is gold, man. So I'm, I'm really hearing like one, we get to protect our energy. We get to um, take care of ourselves first, right? Like make sure that we are taken care of. Um, and then, when stuff comes up, like we get to be present with it. We get to know where our desires and our drive to save people, to help people, to serve people, where that's coming from, and make sure it's coming from an empowered place rather than a uh, you know disempowering place or from yeah. a lack scarcity perspective. Um, yeah. What if there's people out there who feel like they're coming from a empowering place, but they're not? You know, it's coming from scarcity. How how can they be aware? How can they how can they like see through the bullshit and the lies that they are telling themselves to be able to break through that. Mm, I love that. And I almost feel called to just like, look at the results, like look at what is naturally flowing to you. If you're, if you're doing all these things and you're trying to be all these people and you're not seeing any results, that's like a clear indication that you need to be working on yourself first. Like Mm. you need to, take a pause Mm. like what's meant for you is never going to leave you so take this time Mm. that you have for yourself first like hold Mm. space for yourself first and realize what are my intentions what do i need to take care of before i go out and you know basically try to influence the world because Mm. when it comes to an energetic thing like energetics like i mean i I believe the universe puts us in the right place at the right time Mm -hmm. so it's like really understanding Like, what do I need to heal and what do I need to prioritize first before going out into the world? Because once you do the inner work and you're embodied and you're aligned with your truth, this uh, abundance flows to you, opportunities flow to you. Everything that's meant for you is like, okay, now I can come into you because you're in in alignment with your truth. You're in Mm -hmm. alignment with why you decided to come to earth. And what I'm noticing is a lot of people are, putting on masks and they're playing roles that are not meant for them because they see it working for other people, Mm. but they haven't done, they haven't done the inner soul searching work. Mm. That's going to give you the exact answers, the exact steps that you need. And which is why I think this work that I do is so important because you know, it's, it's yes, you can have strategies, you can have funnels, you can have an ideal market, all that shit. But if you're not aware of like why you even have these desires and you're not aware of why, um, you know, yeah, I basically just said it. You, mm. you need to get to the core and operate from there as opposed to managing on a surface level, like superficial, I'm just doing this so I can get paid kind of thing. Mm. There's a lot of people who are going the digital route, technology route, social media route, and making money with that stuff. Um, some of them have a lot of success and some of them don't, right? And really struggle with it. So would you say it's not like, um, you know, get tune into what are your desires? What are your gifts and why are you doing it? Is that what we would say is one of the biggest difference makers between the people who succeed with it and the people who don't? I, I can see. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an interesting, interesting topic because there's definitely people that are operating in a way that's out of alignment with their truth and out of mm-hmm. integrity. And they're still seeing financial success or they're seeing some form of 
But it, it really comes down to what is your idea of success? Is money your idea of success mm. or is it impact? Is, um, you know, it's, it's really easy to obtain and it's really easy to get into a place where you're seeing like money and influence and all that. But look at our, look at our culture, look at our, our media. Like what is this actually doing for people? Like how are, right. how are people st- stepping up as leaders? How are we impacting the next generations to our actions? Um, I think like the true leadership the, the, the conscious leadership that's being called out of people like us is more in alignment with where the future is going. Right? And mm-hmm. it's up to people like us that are being supported by and abund- uh, being supported abundantly by getting in touch with our truth. And it's happening in, in my perspective, a lot faster. It's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more fun. You know, mm-hmm. there's people that have a shit ton of money, but they're miserable. You know what I mean? So it's really, coming down to like, what do I need? Do I, is success to me a number? Is success to me a relationship? Is success to me, I'm just feeling that feeling of giving back and, and inspiring others. It, it, it depends on what you're really looking at, looking for and what that truth means to you. Mm, yeah, yeah. I love, I love that we keep touching on this truth. You know, what is, what is your truth? And the higher level conversation we started with is like a life of greatness. Yeah. And I think that's a key aspect of, you know, living your truth, knowing your truth, being in pursuit of what is my truth. Like, and I think that's an ever evolving thing too. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like your truth a year ago or five years ago. It's not your truth today. Like it's going to be, exactly. it's going to be different, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's been a challenge for me is like doing this marathon. There's been a lot of things that I've done consistently and like, okay, that's, that's my truth. And I think that there's also been certain areas where I'm like, am I still trying to make something fit that fit? a year ago or two years ago and like what is my willingness to let go of that to step into uh, evolution to step into my next um next higher phase of life next next form of impact because like you know like really serving people really being a contribution to people i think like it's we just get to measure that like what is the impact that i'm having on people's lives like how do i how do i measure that is it the number of comments and responses i get is it the number yeah. of you know guests i have is it the number of people who tune into my podcast like whatever it is for people but we get to figure out what is our truth for what is our metric for am i successful or not and most of the time it's not money <laughs> you know like yeah. like it might it might be someone's inclination to think it is um but you know i think that that might just be another signpost on the journey to say right now it might be Right now, that might be the important thing and like really in our highest good and most impact, most service to the planet and humanity is money really the most important thing. It's important. Don't get me wrong. It's it's necessary. It's it's beautiful. It's like, wow, thank you. Thank you. Thank you money for all the consciousness that you're bringing forth and um, contrast, you know, and Mm -hmm. like what is the real real thing that we're going for? What's our what's our truth? Amazing. And I, I think that just speaks to the fact that not only are we evolving as humans, but we're as, as a soul, we're all evolving mm. and we're all on different levels of that spectrum. Yeah. So what what may look like your truth and, and your needs today, it's going to look different, like you said, a year from now, because yeah. we're constantly in this, this state of expansion. We're constantly in this state of growth mm. and it's going to call different parts out of you at just the right time. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. We had Crystal in the audience who said, for me, success is a feeling, a state of being. And I love mm. that. I think that's yeah. that's accurate. How do we how do we generate that being now? What would you say to that, Maximilian? What, how do you Oh how do you my god, generate? that's my favorite. What, what was her name? <laughs> Crystal. Crystal. Thank you so much, Crystal. I love that. <laughs> I, I love, like I said before, embodiment, and we were talking a little bit about alignment and something that I tell people all the time is that we have these goals and we have these aspirations because we believe that it's going to give us a feeling at the end of the day. All right. Mm. So if you can tap into the feeling of abundance, if you can tap into the feeling of joy, well-being, happiness, before you even go out into the world, you're going to be attracting these experiences into, into your life. Right. So, Oh, it's so amazing to just like wake up in the morning and just already be fulfilled, already be happy, already have your cup filled so that, you know, no matter what's going on through your day, you already have that foundation. Mm-hmm. And if you ever experience that contrast, like you were talking about, it's a lot easier to come back to that place of center 
realizing that all of this goodness is yours, all this greatness is yours, mm -hmm. and all it takes is you tuning into it. You know, you don't have to become a millionaire to mm -hmm. feel like a millionaire. <laughs> That's right. That's right, man. And I, I love that. I think, uh, you know, really remembering that it's already within us, remembering, mm -hmm. remembering that we're already successful, remembering that just because we woke up today, that is enough. Remembering yeah. the enoughness. Dude, that's something I've really been working on a lot, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll just tell you, like, doing that, doing that work consciously and tuning into the feeling of success and mm -hmm. abundance has transformed my life. Um, when I first started my journey, I, I um, listened to Abraham Hicks like, just like yes. a little bit. And I stopped for like, I stopped for years. And recently, I think over the past year, I mean, just every morning I, I, I take that, that advice, you know, just really tuning into the goodness, tuning into mm. source, tuning into the potential, the greatness that's already within me and seeing that in my meditation, seeing that in my everyday rea uh, interactions, it's happening more and more and more. Um, definitely seeing a correlation there <laughs> mm. between the greatness that I feel and the greatness that I experience. It's like what you focus on grows you know, when any where where you're putting the energy, it's it's just expanding more. So, yeah, it's it's beautiful, beautiful. Dude, I love it. I love it, Maximilian. This is is really powerful. And for everyone who's tuning in, dude, you are a champion. And definitely follow Maximilian at vibrant underscore guidance. This is like actually, so, I got a yeah. new I got a new um handle. <laughs> okay, what is it? It's uh, it's just my name, Maximilian underscore Webster. Sorry about beautiful. that. Beautiful. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. <laughs> All right. We got it. We got it. Cool. I put it in the, the comments. So definitely take a screenshot of this. If you're listening to the podcast, YouTube, uh, whatever, take a screenshot and uh, at Maximilian underscore Webster, tag Maximilian, tag myself at I am millionaire. Chris, let us know what you got going on because this is, this is gold, man. Um, so I was talking in the last conversation, like today has been just super, super powerful, you know, just like super real um, stuff. And like, I was like, okay, so where am I, where am I playing big? to like hide where I'm playing small is like, damn, that's a freaking powerful question, man. Like to, mm -hmm. to say, where am I showing up? Like, like over, overcompensating, over giving to like hide where I'm, I'm playing small, man. So I'm, I'm just curious, like it's a tough question, but like, I think these tough questions really illuminate for us. What, what's our next area of growth to work on? Uh, I'm curious, where do you feel like you play really big? And is there an area that you still feel like you, you you might be playing small, man? <laughs> I love it. I mean, all of us, right? Um, maybe not all of us, but a lot of us. I, I think all I of us. Like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm definitely excelling in the spiritual, um, in the mental, yeah. in the emotional realms. For myself, the physical, the physicality, um, just getting up and moving my energy, moving my body, and committing to daily rituals, daily self care, daily exercise has been something that I've been um, working on myself, mm. full of vulnerability. Um, coming into a place of wanting to do it more for myself as opposed to like, what will I look like for other people if mm. I you know, work out? But mm. just, it's been an interesting journey um, for my own self-love and just being able to even just look at myself naked and just loving who I am and realizing that I am a work of art and not mm. needing to change that has allowed me to step more into my hobbies that are going to support my physical radiance even more right like dancing so, right you like you like to dance i, I saw yeah. like dan dancing actor model like all this cool stuff yeah man and it's it's just interesting um yeah how 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 i was playing small in my physicality mm. can it can seep into other areas of your life you know so having that discipline of the physical um th that physical discipline has definitely helped me to show up more in my in my business and my relationships um but something that i've learned is just really force not forcing myself to do it but i always forced myself to do things in the past and now i, I really like to tune in to like okay i feel the need to do this okay should i do it is this going to be in my best and i as good and then mm. just doing it like just giving myself a five second countdown and just like you know what if if the answer is yes this isn't my best and i as good just going out and doing it like no. Nike. <laughs> Just yeah. do it. Yeah, is this is this in my best and highest good? Like to really check in with that. If something feels uncomfortable, you know, like that's that's it's we get to distinguish is something 
am I afraid of something or is it out of alignment? You know, and I think that's a common, it can seem like almost the same thing. Like, oh, I'm, uh, this isn't what I should be doing. It's uncomfortable. So that's not in alignment, quote unquote. I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people, uh, spiritual people can tend to say that to get out of doing what is in their highest and best. I have a block. I have a block. Right, right, man. No, totally. I, I agree completely. And, and I love, I love my part of my energy and part of what I bring to the table is I'm one of those no bullshit coaches. So mm. like, if, if I feel like you maybe should be doing it yeah. and it is an alignment, we're going to, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> we're not hiding in the shadows. <laughs> mm. Mm. I, lo- I love that, man. Um, so when, when people tune into your, your content, like, what would you say is the thing about you that has you stand out in people's mind? What is it that really makes you unique, Maximilian? I, I love that question because people tell me without me even asking them. Um, I mean, you just went to dancing. I, I, I just have a blast no mm. matter what's going on. And it, it's, it shows up in my business because I show up and it's just like, it's laughter, it's play, mm. but it's also serious work. Um, I, I believe that entrepreneurship should be easy, simple, and fun. So I bring that energy into all my calls, into all my interactions, because it's something that I live. It's something that I embody. Mm. So outside of the, the fun, the play, um, and getting down to the work, I'm also very vulnerable with my journey, and it triggers the shit out of people. Mm. Um, it's really funny. I, I, I realize that I either inspire people or I intimidate people with mm-hmm. just how real I am. And that's something that a lot of people have told me that they value because, you know, I've, I've been on this journey for a long time and I've seen failures and I've seen successes, but I'm not the type of person that's going to just only post like all the happy sunshine shit mm-hmm. on social media. I'm going to tell you when I'm showing up um, home from work at three o'clock in the morning and I, and I just wanted to quit my job and, you know, and entrepreneurship is crazy. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to let you guys in on what's going on in my life because I want everyone to realize that we're all going through something. And one of the biggest things that like I talked about earlier is like, we all, we all can ha- come up with excuses or blocks as to why we're not having success. But at the end of the day, we all have something that we're working through because that's why we're alive. Right. Mm-hmm. So healing, healing sharing, from, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and just sharing that with other people and just letting people know that I'm not perfect. I don't know all the answers, but mm. I'm going to ask them pretty damn good questions. <laughs> and that, that's what I love to bring to the table. That's gold, man. I love it. Um, I had a question about past lives because people can do like healing on their memories in this lifetime. I'm curious like what your experience has been about past lives. Has that played a big role in your life, in your journey, healing that stuff? Um, what, what's your experience around that? I love that. Um, so there's actually a very common misconception that like about past lives. Mm-hmm. Um, if from the quantum theory, realizing that everything is happening right now, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're doing a past life regression, you're tuning into. So imagine like your journey as a soul, as a river, and a past life regression is just taking a helicopter ride to another part of um, that river, but realizing it's happening right now. You can. There's definitely things that you can learn from different experiences, whether they're from your ancestors or someone that lived before. The reason why like 20 people can say that they lived a life as Cleopatra Mm. is because yes, that memory is accessible to everyone. Okay. So when you're tuning into that, that energy, you're, you're really tuning into the lessons and themes that are meant for you to grow for your personal soul development at that moment. Okay. So for myself, my first past life regression, I had a very, interesting coming to Jesus moment (laughs) in a past life. I was a Christian woman and I believed in um, Christianity, but I didn't trust the Bible. Mm. Um, That's just my personal thing. And and in this, in this lifetime, I I have felt the same thing. Like I I believe in faith. I believe Mm. in Jesus, but something about religion Mm. just does not sit with me. So I like Jesus came to me in my past life and I was like, yo, homie, like, what's up? Like, why, what's going on? And what he said to me was, my love for you transcends all religious doctrine. Wow. So that, that to me was like realizing that for a big healing part of my journey was not putting these entities or anything on a pedestal mm. ab- above me, but realizing that God is something that is within us all and that we all have access to as co-creators. 
So that was my biggest lesson um, coming from a past life regression. And I really like to, I really like to guide people through past life regressions, but it's something that people like to latch onto like a story, mm-hmm. like, Oh, I'm not seeing success in my life because of my past life or mm-hmm. even a current life, like tuning into like, like we said before that repetitive healing shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's really easy for people to get latched onto stories, but like part of my process working with people is we're creating a new story. All right. Yep. So no matter what happened, we're going to extract the lessons. Mm. We're going to figure out where the growth needs to happen. And we're going to take that. And we're going to run with that. All right. Mm. Yeah, dude. It's powerful. I, I love it. I love it. Cause I, I love the language past life. Someone thinks like chronologically it was, you know, a hundred years ago, 50 years ago, a yeah. thousand years ago, whatever. Right. And it's like, yeah. Not necessarily. It's like, I love how you said you zoom out of this lifetime and you're not like a helicopter and you go to whatever life identity experience, whether you're a freaking raccoon or you're Cleopatra, whatever, right? Like you go to that experience and you do that. You go through that. The the lesson, whatever comes up is what needed to come up. The person who guides you, the facilitator, um, hyp- hypnotherapist, whatever it is, right? Like takes you through that, that process and um, it's perfect. So I, I love yeah. that, man. It was really, really good. I love, love hearing that. Yeah. I just, I just got a little hit. Um, whoever, is resonating with this message and wants to learn more about past lives, um, check out Dolores Cannon. Mm. Um, very, very, very good source of information when it comes to soul journeying. Um, if you're ready to take the next step in your spiritual development, like that's a great place to start. <laughs> Dang. Dude, I love it. I love it, man. So we're wrapping up here. Maximilian, this is a freaking powerful conversation. Uh, just any final words on conscious leadership, you know, really discovering your purpose, your mission. I mean, we, we've had so much like just playing around in this conversation. I love it. I super appreciate it. Uh, is there anything that we didn't get to that you really want to drive home right now? I, I just, if it's okay, I just want to um, talk about a mastermind I have coming up, um, having to do with conscious leadership in itself. Um, I'm teaming up with two really powerful women, Annette Minley and Kristen Dinelli, and we're creating a mastermind, um, the Emerging Visionary Leadership Mastermind. Okay. And what I'm really stoked about this is you get mindset training from um, from Kristen, get strategy and business from Nanette, and for me, you get like the emotional and energetic foundational work, which is an amazing combination. Added that to a community aspect, like I went to before and talking about you know my my main advice to people is get around people that get you and understand you mm. and coming to a coming to a place where you can share your gifts and your story and help get direction from people that have already been where 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 you are now so the whole idea of emerging leadership is we're calling out to those visionaries to those people that have been told that they're too much um that that want to join a mastermind not so we can just like steal techniques and strategies from other people that are that are above us, but realizing that the people that are on this mission, the purpose-driven entrepreneur, um, there's no hierarchy here. Like we're gonna we help each other because we all have something to learn from each other. So we got that rolling out next month. And if you guys would like any more information about that, please let me know. Yeah, dude, I love it. I love it. I, I think masterminds are so freaking powerful, having a group of people who get you and investing in that, being invested, showing up consistently. Man, I, I got started with that in, um, I would say really it hit home in uh, Toastmasters. Like I, I just like showed up every week with a group of people, like high performing you know, professionals and I got to be a new human being around them. Number one, you know, like there was nobody from my past with them, you know, going, going, <laughs> yes. going from high school partier, right? Like stepping yeah. into a whole new circle, whole new, like, Hey, I get to be whoever the heck I want. You know, I'm, I'm just like hungry for personal development, change, transformation, impacting people's lives. Like 21 year old back then, like, wow, what a recipe for, uh, you know, seeds for, for success, you know, at that yes. point, uh, but also the consistency and the discipline of showing up, even when I didn't freaking feel like it was <laughs> like so important for my growth and development at the time, man. Yes. So, uh, highly value masterminds, getting around people who get you, who can share like great gifts with each other. You know, everyone who's tuning into this, watching, listening right now, like you have freaking gifts to give to the world. And when you get around other people, you're given permission to share them. You're empowered to share them. You're given the the um, wherewithal to share them, the strategies, the process, the exercise, the freedom, the to be able to emotionally do it, feeling safe, feeling good, feeling 
you know, proud that, that you have these gifts to share, like unleashing those, man, so, so valuable. So Maximilian, how do they get into this mastermind? How do they um, contact you? What are their next steps, man? Yeah, go ahead and add me on Facebook at Maximilian Webster. Uh, we are very, very vetting processy. So um, definitely on an individual basis, if you're interested in joining, send me a message and we'll uh, just sit down and have a conversation about your goals and intentions and we'll go from there. I love it. I love it, man. You are a powerhouse. I love seeing you shine, man. Thank you so much for the, the time, the energy, the gifts that you share with us and our audience. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much for having me, brother, and I'll catch up with you later, man. Absolutely. We will, man. Talk to you soon. All right. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.EmployeeEscapePlan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com, and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow, and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, Master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.